Good morning, everybody. I mean, like she up early. Yeah, about to get this grill kicking. <clears throat> Look like it's about to rain. I sound kind of raunchy. But um, today I want to talk about um, out the shadows. I'm really going to be back and forth. So when I say I'm taking a break, I'm really checking on the grill. Um, right now I'm about to head to the store. But I just want y'all to keep in mind, um, today I'm going to be talking about out the shadows. I'm going to be playing a clip here and there, um, giving my take on it. Each clip, I think it's like an hour and something long. Um, so we're going to start off with that. Um, yeah, I hope everybody have a safe holiday today. Um, if you do celebrate it or if you're cooking with your family or whatever you got going on, just um, be safe out there. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So right now I'm about to head to the store, um, get a couple of items. When I come back, I'm going to go ahead and play... Um, the beginning of it for y'all. I will probably play the first 15 minutes of it and then talk about it a little and then play the next 15 minutes like that. Um, like 30 minutes, 30 minutes. I think the whole thing might be up to two hours because the video, I think it's like an hour, some change. Um, I'm just going to play the most important parts though. So we're going to do it like that. So... I'll be back. Okay, I'm back, y'all. It's been a couple of hours, but I'm back. Okay, so um, like this is my little break time. Either way, we're going to still do it. I say we was going to do it. So um, I already got it pulled up. And I'm gonna let y'all hear the intro first, and we're gonna talk about that because even that's deep. So just bear with me. You wanna hear a couple of clicking? All right, here we go. Why do you believe what you believe? Because at some point in your life, you trusted the information that somebody was giving you, and that someone you trusted told you that a car was a car, a tree was a tree, a bird was a bird, the blue stuff above you is the sky. And that's the way that we began to determine what we believe to be a fact. Most of the things that we believe to be a fact in our lives are told to us through our stories or the news that we hear. So my question would be, if they were deceiving you with the stories they tell you, would you be able to recognize that? So we've all heard the term conspiracy theory. Okay. So you just heard that part, right? And if you think about it, Everything you were taught and that you know, somebody told it to you. And he's right. You trusted the information enough to believe everything that you was told. Everything. 
like the car, the trees, the air. Like I even said it, like when you go outside, what are you breathing? You don't know the chemicals as to what you're breathing. Think about what I'm telling you. They tell you it's oxygen and all this stuff, but how do you know what it is? They told you that. That's why I say I don't believe in pagan holidays. I'm just saying, you know, they told you it was the Easter Bunny. What does the Easter Bunny have to do with the resurrection of Christ? Think about what I'm telling you. You out there buying Easter baskets. Why? Think about it. It's a money market economy. It doesn't make sense. So my kids are not going to be raised that way. Um, So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go on to the next part. Now, this person who's talking now, just listen to him. He's the Hollywood insider to all of this. Personally, for me, I've never really had time to get into any of that because, frankly, I, I'm working all the time and I don't have the time to look into Bigfoot or aliens or Flat Earth or 9-11 conspiracy or the JFK assassination. It's just, uh, it's not anything that I really have any backstory on. But the one thing that I do have a lot of backstory on, the one thing I do know a lot about is Hollywood. When you think about the entertainment industry, what comes to mind? Movies, TV, music, right? Let's talk about this entertainment. I've been observing it. What if this entertainment was more than just entertainment? Now in complete control. When you're driving home from work, what are you listening to? When you come home after a long day and turn on the TV, what do you see? Think about all the content you've seen throughout your whole life. A lot of it has actually made us who we are today. So you don't know what's really going on. Have you ever stopped for just a second, though, and questioned the content? The only thing we consume more than content is air. But we actually think about the quality of the air we breathe. Maybe it's time to take a closer look at our content. Our government's always controlled our content. We've just never paid attention. Freedom of speech. Message received. The police occupy our community. We work with the CIA to destabilize foreign countries. This media that we're consuming at such a rapid rate, we need to slow down and think about what we're consuming. What if the people in charge didn't have our best interests in mind? Now we have to ask ourselves, who's influencing our content? Is the CIA involved in Hollywood? Yes. For the past 28 years, I've probably had one of the coolest jobs in the world. I was a professional stunt performer. 
I've worked with some of the biggest stars. I've got to be Batman. I've got to be James Bond. I've won World Stunt Awards. I am in this Screen Actors Guild. I'm in the DGA. I'm in the WGA. And last year, I got into the Academy, the Oscars. I worked my way up from being a stuntman to being a fight coordinator. Being a stunt coordinator, being a second year director. Action. First big job I get, I'm on Batman Forever. And I'm walking around set and I'm pinching myself. I'm looking over, there's Tommy Lee Jones, there's Jim Carrey, there's Val Kilmer, there's Drew Barrymore, there's Nicole Kidman. And I'm like, how did I get here? say I'm going to go be a stuntman. I wanted to go make movies. But being a stuntman was the easiest way for me to get into the business. I didn't want to be an actor because like pretending to be a character. Well, being a stuntman, I was that character. I was the guy behind the illusion creating it for the guy who's on the screen. I jumped out of that helicopter. I was in that fireball. I did whatever was being asked of the job. I've had an amazing career and I've had an amazing life. But in the system that exists today, as I get up the ladder, I realize it's not what people think it is. It's an illusion. It is a complete illusion. We're gonna put our, our pick and our attorney's In 2014, I was working on a television show up in Portland and I had a catastrophic injury. I've done this stuff probably variation of 20 times over. It was nothing. It was a small fall down into a stairwell. I did the first take fine, the second take. I knew I could do it better. I went up and I fell over the rail and I landed on the pipe down below and I burst fractured my L2 vertebrae and I was paralyzed from the waist down. When you are injured, when you are catastrophically injured, it changes who you are. I knew from that day I would never be the athlete that I once was. And I always tell people as a stuntman, the worst possible injury you can get is a lower back injury. Mm -hmm. You can break your legs, your arms, whatever. But if you injure your lower back or your hips, your pelvic region, you're done. There was two years that I, I didn't think I would ever live without pain. One of the issues I was dealing with at that time was I had lost the feeling and I still have numbness in my thighs and on this half of my pelvic region. I was going to physical therapy and the lady looks at me and she goes, this isn't really helping you. You're, you're way more advanced than this stuff. And I go, yeah, I do this every morning. She goes, well, what's the real issue? I said, real issue is my pelvic region. And so she said, okay, well, there's a woman who works here and she is a pelvic floor therapist. So how I met Mike, I met him, his spine was broken and he had partial paralyzation of his pelvic floor area. We help people when they have problems with 
the most important functions in your life, bowel, bladder, and sexual function. So one day we're in the middle of therapy and she stops me and she says, Mike, you have, I feel like you have really dark spirits over you. Can I, can I pray for you? And I was like, pray for me. Like, yeah, sure. Pray for me. I, I, you know, I, I don't really believe in that stuff anymore, but yeah, go ahead. Pray for me. So she prays for me. And I was kind of thinking while she's doing it, okay, this is weird, but uh, okay, whatever. So for the next two or three months, I would go and then every now and then she would stop me and she'd say, hey, can I, can I pray over you? I was kind of a little bit disgusted with his personality because he was all about himself and money. And I think the Lord had a lot of work to do in terms of humility with him. He made it very clear that I, he thought I was crazy, and but he let me. After she, she stopped one day, and I said, you are either 100% batshit crazy, or you think all this is real in the spirit world. And she looked at me, and she said, Michael, I am one of the only public floor therapists in Southern California at the time. And when these satanic people and these evil people do their rituals to little girls and women and boys who do you think puts them back together i do it's completely real and you need to look into it my awakening it didn't happen at church the way that some people find god i just pretty much had given up my faith and i'd given up where i was at and i was just kind of at the point where i was like Okay, well, I'm going to have the best time I can here, and when I die, I die. That's it. I still wasn't sure if I if it was 100% crazy or not, but I was reading these articles and looking at these things, and I was like, you know, I've seen things at parties. I've seen artwork. I've seen statues. I've seen things in some people's houses that just seem to – be mimicking occult stuff I'm reading about. So I was like, maybe there is something to this. I'm just going to say this. I didn't find God because I went to church. I found God because I realized that the Luciferian and the other side, the occult world was real. And that I had been fooled for all these years. And I, I then got really scared. I got really scared because this was the first time in my life that I was having to question my own reality. Physically, I was crushed. I wasn't going to be who I was. And spiritually, I mean, if I'm being honest, I wasn't, I didn't know anything about being a Christian. I mean, really. And then professionally, everything that I knew about my career I was starting to look at it in a different way. I was starting to question my my career in Hollywood from a different perspective. So at first, I got off of social media and I made an anonymous account. I started reading blogs, looking at articles. I started reading books. I started watching videos online. I just started searching for the truth and I was finding accounts that were searching for the truth themselves. They weren't mainstream accounts. These were accounts online that I felt like were like me. They were just looking for what the truth was. I didn't believe I was getting the truth from CNN, MSNBC, Fox. I didn't believe it. I just wanted to read it, absorb it, and digest it, and trust what my gut told me I was reading. 
as I did my research, I began to understand there's a very small group of people that influence all the companies that we watch. So they used to call them the big six. But Disney just bought Fox, and Disney controls Marvel, and Disney owns Lucas Studios. So look at that giant audience right here. See, a small group of people control the narratives and the content that we all see on all the channels. It makes you feel like, oh, I have lots of choices, but you don't. Who's telling them what to put on those channels? Where does that lead? Tonight, the FBI is on the case, and they are warning big companies in America to protect their data after a big Hollywood studio got hit by hackers and several blockbuster movies ended up online. This is the first time the United States has accused a foreign government of a cyber attack against an American corporation. And this interested me because I worked over at Sony quite a bit during my career, and I actually had to get lifelong during the Sony hack, so I was... You know, I was curious. I was like, what was this really about? Well, the narrative put out in the public was Seth Rogen and James Franco made a movie about North Korea. And so they were mad. And so they decided to hack Sony to teach them a lesson. That was a public narrative that went out. And that's what I was like, well, that makes sense. You know, I know Seth and I know James. And they're definitely pushed the envelope of comedy. And they their, their sense of humor is definitely their own. And I thought to myself, okay, that makes sense. And now private emails are going public. It's a public relations disaster. But what I found really interesting as I examined the WikiLeaks documents was it showed that the heads of one of our biggest movie studios in America was in direct communication with very important people in our government. It didn't surprise me. I was like, okay, well, either they're friends or there's something more to it. So I never really thought about the government influencing our content or our stories. Could they be influencing our story and our content? Like, it, these were real questions that I never had asked myself. I just did the jobs. I went to work. I did my job. I did whatever was asked. I went home. Never thought about this stuff. So I was like, I don't really know anybody who can answer these questions. And I reached out to this guy who I'd been watching online. His name was Kevin Shipp. And for those of you who don't know who Kevin Shipp is, he's a CIA whistleblower. He uh, worked in counterintelligence and he served in many capacities in his tenure at the CIA. This is the big picture, an official television report to the nation from the United States Army. It was an OSS memo, the precursor of the CIA, where they were doing a study of the use of motion pictures in America as a means of psychological warfare. So it goes all the way back to pre-1947 when U.S. intelligence was, was using motion pictures uh, to alter the thinking of Americans in the United States. The morale of our troops is high. The laughter, music, and general entertainment, which comes out of a single small package like this one, have helped to build that morale. The CIA is funneling information into Hollywood. Hollywood is putting out, out in the movies, and the population believes it. Texas, 
to bury the axes. This document right here is a FOIA document. Anybody in America, anybody can request this. It's Freedom of Information Act. And in the 40s, they were telling you they controlled the radio stations. They controlled most of the mainstream media. They're telling you right here that motion pictures are used as psychological warfare. Why would they stop doing it? At no time has the CIA engaged in any political activity or any intelligence activity that was not approved at the highest level. Alan Dulles groomed and recruited Ian Fleming and Dulles and the CIA actually helped Fleming write his books and paint the CIA in a favorable light. And they also, Dulles helped produce Thunderball to make the CIA and agents look like honorable you know, cool people. The CIA actually helped him write the books and write the script for that movie. And then the president of MPAA was actually providing intelligence to the CIA as an operative in, in that position in Hollywood. Mr. Fleming, in your books, there's a great amount of detail. Is this detail based on personal experience? Uh, do you make it up? Where does it come from? Well, uh, I can say it's 90% from personal experience, really. Of course, I, if I started sticking too close to the espionage, true espionage work of today, I should be in trouble with the Official Secrets Act in England, even supposing I had access to information. no question about the fact that Mockingbird is real. It started out paying journalists in major media, Pulitzer Prize winning journalists, to print fake stories uh, that the CIA wanted in the press and fake interviews. And this was revealed in the church committee. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to a major circulation American journal. We do have people who submit pieces to other two American journals. And of course, then the CIA destroyed the rest of the files, which is what they do. George H.W. Bush came out and finally made the statement about Mockingbird. Well, we're gonna officially stop the Mockingbird program. The CIA will no longer pay journalists to write stories. From now on, the program is voluntary, which means Mockingbird continues today. When's the last time you've seen a mainstream media outlet do a serious investigative report on the actions of the CIA? There's a reason for that. This would mean that the CIA could manipulate the news in the United States by channeling it through some foreign country. And we're looking at that very carefully. And that continues today? Well, I, yeah, I would think probably for a reporter it would continue today, but because of all of the revelations of the period of the 1970s. Uh... Okay, so as you can hear, um, what he's talking about is the occult um, news stations, everything was going on. Now it's up to you if you want to believe it or not. Now, this is the truth. Hey. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Okay, we're back. So let me let y'all continue listening. Hold on a second. It seems to me that a reporter's got to be much more circumspect in doing it now, or he runs the risk of uh, at least being looked at with considerable disfavor by the public. I think you've got to be much more careful about it. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 There is something about the way the CIA has been functioning that is casting a shadow on our historic position of freedom, and I feel we need to correct it. Senator Moynihan proposed a bill to dismantle the CIA. Thank you, Mr. President. Introduced it twice. The second time was 1995. Ironically, one year later in 1996, the CIA established the Entertainment Liaison Office, which was specifically penetrated into Hollywood, and Chase Brandon was actually co-wrote scripts. For example, the recruit works for high horsepower, high energy, uh, very competitive people who are driven by patriotism and a sense of wanting to serve a greater cause. I am recruiting you. Would I have to kill anyone? Would you like to? So the CIA was and is in Hollywood, was and is contributing to Hollywood productions and that manipulation. The recruit. Nothing is what it seems. As I started to wake up, I, I never actually considered that the CIA had an office in Hollywood. And I'm like, well, I see this, I see that. And I started putting feelers out like, does anybody else see this stuff? And not many people were awake. But the one person that I reached out to was an old colleague of mine, a friend of mine named Brad Martin. And Brad and I had similar careers. We worked our way up through the business together. And he, I'm like, hey, Brad, do you see, you've seen this. You've seen that. He's like, yeah, for sure. And so that gave me strength. That gave me like, okay, well, I'm not alone in this deal. And uh, I'm going to keep looking. Let me just say this. Brad's one of the greatest stuntmen I've ever met. Probably the best. I'm a very physically creative person. I've been doing action for movies for 26, 27 years. I excelled at the action aspect of it, at the physical aspect of doing the fights and doing the gymnastics and doing the falls and doing the driving. I trained really hard to become one of the top stuntmen in the business. I started becoming a fight coordinator and then a stunt coordinator and then an action director. Very few people have ever gotten to where I've gotten to, and I'm super proud of what I did. I mean, I had a very idealistic view of the movie business, and I've been disillusioned a few times. It feels very much like there's an agenda in every movie. I realized that it was more of a machine, and it was more of they just needed content to put out there for the masses. I stopped really watching TV. I stopped really watching movies. And one of the reasons why I stopped watching movies is I got into 
my research and what's going on in the world right now and all the corruptness and all of the plot twists of reality. And I started realizing that reality is 20 times more interesting than Hollywood. I mean, I was a Hollywood buff. I loved all of those movies, but now they're just, they, they're meaningless because I know what's going on right now actually has purpose and has a meaning and there are consequences. And once this story is told on what's happening in the world right now and, and all of the powers that be battling each other, it will be the greatest story ever told. Like for instance, I saw something on History Channel talking about how the CIA helped Disney buy all the swampland in Florida. Well, why on earth would they do that? His lawyers in charge of purchasing the parcels had served in military intelligence during World War II. They knew how to keep a secret. And they used several different companies, none with Disney's name, to acquire the properties. Now I go down this rabbit hole of what does the CIA have to do with Hollywood, or at least with Disney. Washington, D.C. is definitely in Hollywood. I have seen documents of the DOD and the CIA writing to the studio heads, guiding them in certain fashion. There's a lot of things that people would talk about that are conspiracy theory, but there's some things that ring true with me. It's like, oh, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Another program developed by the CIA after World War II was called Operation Paperclip. It's been depicted in many movies, including Disney's Marvel series. Operation Paperclip after World War II, Shield recruited German scientists with strategic value. Operation Paperclip, and this is something people need to know because it has been so covered up and mocked and berated and claimed to be a conspiracy theory. And by the way, the term labeling people as conspiracy theorists was invented by the CIA to deflect any attention over the JFK assassination. They invented that word as, as a way to shut down any scrutiny or, or uh, this critical critical uh, investigation of what they were doing. So they started that whole ball rolling. In terms of Operation Paperclip, there's abs it is documented. There's absolutely no question about it. Alan Dulles, CIA director, was an associate of Heinrich Himmler of the Third Reich. So what Dulles proceeded to do when the Third Reich was brought down was he secretly brought all of the top Nazi scientists into the U.S., he falsified their files that he gave to Harry Truman, making them look like there were no war crimes. They brought these Nazi scientists into the CIA to work for the CIA, and that includes the human experiments they conducted on Jewish men, women, and children, and the psychological studies that these Nazi scientists had done. The CIA was using their expertise for these programs. Uh, through Operation Paperclip, and this was Nazi, much of it occult beliefs that the CIA adopted and actually put these people on their payroll. One of the programs that came out of Operation Paperclip was MKUltra. Now, MKUltra was a very complex program that dealt with human experiments and mind manipulation. As this 1952 CIA memo says, the aim is controlling an individual to the point where he will do our bidding against his will and even against such fundamental laws of nature as self-preservation. In the church committee, MK Ultra came out as an actual program of mind control using mental, 
physical and sexual abuse and psychotropic drugs. Lysergic acid diethylamide, LSD. It was one of the first times that anybody had run into a powerful drug that was different than anything else that they knew anything about. A decision was made at the highest levels of the CIA to do testing on unwitting Americans. At Ravenscraig, Dr. Cameron went further with drugs and electric shock treatments than any researchers in the MK Ultra project dared. His aim was to wipe the mind clean. Then he would implant new messages by forcing the patient to listen to a hypnotic repetition as many as a quarter of a million times. This was called psychic driving. He would give the patient intensive uh, electric treatment. He would attempt to implant new ideas uh, in the mind of the patient. Now, to a layman, it would appear that Dr. Cameron was trying to take the slate and wipe it clean, the slate being the mind. In other words, brainwashing. Exactly, that's a very good comparison. Brainwashing. Yes. Correct. No. You're doing fine, just try to describe it. Oh, you, you don't know, you... You... You want to give yourself... You want to give it so much. How do you feel inside? Inside. I'm having inside. Nobody explained it to me. Nobody ever asked me if I was willing to do it or anything. They put me on sleep treatment. And now they kept you asleep for 23 days. And while I was asleep, they were shocking the heck out of me with electric shocks and playing tapes. Uh, Why are you looking for any It was really like a concentration camp. Why to feel like they couldn't go any further because CI director Richard Helms destroyed all the CI's MK Ultra documents and they had to rely on coached witnesses. So they were never able to dig even deeper. What they got was bad enough. It was never terminated. There's no evidence that it was ever terminated. No documents, no nothing, and not even an admission by the CIA that it's been terminated. How do you feel? I'm feeling better, thank you. Feeling better? Are you sleeping well? Yes, I'm sleeping better now. We could disable a whole city by putting a very small amount on a water supply. After all of these years of us, uh, uh, those of us who are involved in looking for this secret drug, uh, this was the only thing that began to look for the first time like it might be something like that. So MK Ultra was one of the hardest programs for me to wrap my head around because it's, it's, it's a lot of subset programs. And I was really surprised that Brad Martin knew about MKUltra. People think that research people are crazy for talking about MKUltra, mind control. Even if they acknowledge that that existed, they go, oh, well, that, that ended in the 70s. 
That's a crock of shit. And perhaps the world's only hope of stopping a sinister assassination plot. The movie that I did involving that topic was Zoolander. The fashion industry has been behind every major political assassination over the last 200 years. I mean, at the time, I, I was making a comedy and I had no idea what I was involved with. But now looking back on the movie, I'm blown away at just the propaganda. In a movie like Zoolander, when they're showing you that they're controlling Derek Zoolander's mind through mind control, you realize that they're trying to desensitize you and to make you think that what you're watching is fiction because it's in a comedy. Like a mass in theater now. Their purpose is to capture the minds of the people and feed them false history. The CIA is funneling information in to Hollywood. Hollywood is putting out, out in the movies, and the population believes it. All right, so look, here's the deal. They have been desensitizing us since we were born, and I'll give you some examples. Let's start with the big one. Let's start with words we hear all the time and never even think about. Let's start with the word entertainment, to entertain. What does that mean? To bind or hold. To bind or hold what? An audience's attention. Okay, now let's take the word Hollywood. Where does that come from? Well, Hollywood comes from the holly tree. And the ancient Druids, back in the day, used to take the holly tree, make wands to weave spells, cast spells, or channel spells. And when they needed help, they would consult the magis or the mediums of the day to help channel their spells to the population. We'll cut to today. What do we have in our houses? We have these black boxes. What are they called? TVs. But if you stop and you say the word tell a vision, television. And when you turn on that television, what do you get? What's the first thing that pops up? A list of channels. And when you turn on those channels, what's on those channels? Programming. They are programming you. They've been programming your whole life. You don't even know it. They do it with your music. They do it with your TV. They do it with your movies. They do it with your games. They have been programming us and programming you since you were little, and you don't even know it because you don't even question it. Starting in 1900, we entered a previously unimaginable time of modern technology. Advances that allowed the rulers of this world to construct and direct our stories in ways we previously never imagined. As a result, new techniques to control the population were realized. These are the people from the companies that we have trusted to deliver us our news and tell our stories. This has always been about controlling what we as the population think and hear. They help create our culture and influence our society. We as citizens only trust them because as a society, we think that the gatekeepers have our best interests in mind. The dangerous you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that is the that is if our you, job. Yeah, that is our job. That is our job. 
as I was researching, I found that most of the early communication companies were developed for shipping or aviation. And a lot of the men that started these companies were commissioned by the military during World War One and World War II. Many of these men worked for the Army and Navy Intelligence Services, along with the OSS, which we know became the CIA. There were many examples of these men becoming the heads or founders of some of the biggest motion picture and media companies before and after their government or military service. I wanted to know if, how many of the media companies in today's world connected back to Washington. So I started looking. It was like a family tree. The connections between our government personnel and the media corporations was unbelievable. Google, Amazon, Netflix, Twitter, CNN, ABC. So what would happen if all these companies had the same political ideology or agenda? We as this population like to hear people confirm our confirmation biases. We like to hear people tell us that we're right. We don't like to be wrong. And we believe that the people in the media and the people that we're listening to have our best interests in mind. The problem is, it's what they don't. So if you stop and think about it, they can place any agenda on the population that they choose. I think that Hollywood is teaching bad morals to the youth of this country, as well as adults. Desensitizing of violence to the masses. You can't deny that. My kids have seen so many people get killed in very violent ways. Three times as much gun violence now. And the, the sex that's in PG-13 movies. Why? Every Disney movie, there's a major character, usually a parent, that gets killed. Trauma to the child. Why? It's so horrible. What a bad story. Why do you need to start a story with a parent dying? Always. It's, it's so sad. Under MK Ultra, they experimented on children. We were even taught this in psychophysiology program that if you get to a child between ages one and six or one or eight, especially with sexual abuse or sexual trauma, you will split their personality and they will be imprinted the rest of their life. And many times that results in split personalities and disassociative behavior and other things. These occult topics are being introduced to our kids and most parents aren't even aware of it. So the biggest surge with this occult-type material took place in the late 60s and the early 70s with movies like The Exorcist, Amityville Horror, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, and Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby. And coincidentally, this same time period, it parallels the rise of the Church of Satan in Los Angeles, and it was founded by a guy named Anton LaVey. When I was a police officer, uh, we had cases of satanic cults right in Arlington, Virginia. Those have been around for decades. They're in the high schools, they're in the colleges, they're in the government, and they're in Hollywood. I got to meet people like Sammy Davis and that kind of shit. Sammy told me he worshipped the devil. Sammy was like, you know, Satan is as powerful as God. I was like, what the f*** are you talking about? He says, why do you think there's so much anger in the world and uh, killing and murder and uh, Satan and he saw my reaction to it and he kind of lightened up on it. And he was like, the dantana was dark and it's like, the candles on the table, 
Sammy's face over the candle. You know, Satan is as powerful as God. From our point of view, it really makes no difference whether you pray to a father god or to a mother goddess or to an entire gaggle of gods and goddesses. Michael Aquino was a high-level officer in the National Security Agency. Uh, he was and is, you'll see him today, a practicing Satanist. Uh, he created the Satanic Temple of Set, which he still runs. He was a high-level NSA officer. He's a member of the association I used to be in, uh, the Association of Former Intelligence Officers, AF. Io, he's a member of that. He's plugged in big time to the intelligence uh, community, and he wrote a paper called Mind War. And Mind War was about uh, psychological operations against po against populations, including uh, the American, the domestic population, using uh, Satanist techniques and tools. Aquino was first involved in NK Ultra operations during the Vietnam War as part of the Phoenix program. Well, first, I've been involved in intelligence and psychological operations for about 40 years uh, in all levels of it and across the intelligence community. You are a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army. Correct. Now, and how does the Army feel about you being head of the Temple of Set? The Army has known about my religion for um, the entire span of my Army career, which began in 1968. Mm -hmm. The Ar Army has paid uh, very little attention to it, the same as it... Okay, I had to stop that because this guy who's who's talking currently, um, well, this was an old, um, basically he was on Oprah and the military knew, he clearly told you, the military knew, NSA, CIA, that this man practices devil worship so they keep telling you it's in the church it's at the school it's in the police department it's in everywhere and now you're wondering why they're shutting down all of this stuff you're wondering why this virus came out of nowhere what you need to be asking is how did this go on for so long and wasn't nobody caring enough to say anything about it. Now, you clearly heard them tell you majority of this is owned by the news broadcasting system. The news broadcasting system, CBS, NBC, Fox, CNN, um, the rest of these channels, which is the news, the media, or whoever they are, they know about all of this stuff. But nobody is telling you about it. Why? They'll tell you about the killings that's going on, mass shootings that's going on. But you're not going to tell nobody about you have a secret organization that's murdering and killing little kids? What are you talking about? They even told you about MK Ultra. People, this is real. This is not fake. This is real. So... Now, it's up to you to do your research. How much you trying to find out? I bet, I'm telling you, like, my everything has changed with me. Ever since I found out all this stuff, 
it's like you're going outside, you see people, you try to tell people, they just is dumbfounded because they don't know what's going on. Everybody is Obama, Obama. Then I just keep telling you he under indictment. What, what are you not getting? What are you not understanding? You still, you want, you like a murder? You like people raping kids? Well, I'll tell you what. Since you like that, when the next election come out, vote for Obama. Since you like murderers and killers and child rapists, you know what I'm saying? So until it come on the news, you won't believe. But you got people who hang out with these people. You got a man sitting up in here telling you this is what's going on. I had to leave. I had to get away from it. Multiple people being assassinated by the government because they know too much. They start telling people. Now it's to the point where they done got people so so messed up in the brain. You can't even tell them that because they're going to think you crazy. I tell you, I try to tell people. They said I was a schizo. Now you got a person who was in Hollywood or in all of these movies, hang out with these people every day. You had a box to tell you. You had a mean to tell you. I'm telling you what you want the news to tell you. But this man is clearly telling you the news is run by these people. So how you think they're going to tell you? That's your anyway. I'm about to take a break and we'll continue. Okay, I'm back. Had to go check on the food and stuff. About to shut down the grill now. Okay, so back to what I was saying. Yeah, so I mean, it's up to you to really do your research. You can research anything else. I mean, but people too busy. You're never going to be too busy for this because when it really hits the fan, you're going to say, that girl, she had a little podcast. She kept telling people, but, you know, nobody was listening to the girl. But that's y'all. Whoever do listen, get prepared. Fair warning. Because it's like a, it's a war going on. But anyway, let me finish letting y'all listen. Mind you, this guy is being questioned by Oprah. Right. Would to anybody who say a, a follower of Hinduism or of um, Buddhism or any other slightly unusual religion today? He was uh, occupied a position at the Presidio, which was a, a training facility for the U.S. government. Uh, and it was uncovered that he was running a pedophile ring. I think 50 kids came out and fingered him as the guy that had uh, uh, done sexual acts on them as children. It went to trial. Uh, he, he walked from the trial um, uh, successfully because he had a good attorney, despite the fact that there were multiple witnesses that said Aquino, it, through satanic rituals, had abused them as children. There's no question that he's a practicing Satanist. Just watch any one of his interviews. On this altar is uh, one of a number of daggers, which we may use in our rituals. This one happened to belong to the commanding general of the most elite unit of Germany's infamous SS, which was concerned with black magic and occultism research in general. Anything that it could find that had to do with the origins of the human race, destiny of humanity. The perverted view of the occult held by Heinrich Himmler was of an evil magic that could help create a new master race. 
Wevelsberg Castle is where he performed his ceremonies. I have been to the Wevelsberg, which still preserves Heinrich Himmler's ritual chambers to this day, and have conducted a black magical ritual in the so-called Hall of the Dead beneath the Wevelsberg. This particular dagger is inscribed to our comrade in the Leibsenarte Theodor Wisch, Brigadefuhrer, and Major General in the Waffen-SS. And on its blade, it bears the inscription, Mein Era Heist Troy, or My Honor Shall Be Known by My Faithfulness. Aquino's thesis stated that enemy populations could be subdued by inflicting a state of psychological terror and feelings of imminent destruction. He discusses the use of psychotronic weapons and electromagnetic weapons that influence the mind. By extremely low frequency signals piggybacked on broadcasts of radio, TV, or microwave communications in order to influence and manipulate the thoughts and feelings of the target population. These ongoing MKUltra operations are functioning as a counterinsurgency and infiltration operation aimed at destabilizing the United States and other industrialized nations. I give the CIA a total credit for sponsoring and initiating the entire consciousness movement, counterculture events of the 1960s. History will judge the role of the CIA and other intelligence agencies in unwittingly contributing to the counterculture of the 60s through their intense interest in LSD and other hallucinogenics. But for the moment at least, the argument can be made that the CIA helped usher in the age of Aquarius. <laughs> was the epitome of the summer of love. I mean, we saw the possibility of the way we could live. It's odd because in Laurel Canyon, so many of the soon-to-be stars there, their parents were in either the military-industrial complex or intelligence or the Pentagon. In Frank Zappa's case, his dad was working at Edgewood Arsenal where they were doing biochem studies, psychotropic, and exposing uh, U.S. troops to VX nerve gas and other things. The family kept uh, gas masks in their house. He grew up with that in case there was an accident. And Edgewood Arsenal was doing this very similar related MK Ultra projects on U.S. troops. Uh, the Gulf of Tonkin is another prime example. The commander of the Gulf Fleet in the Gulf of Tonkin, his son was Jim Morrison. They claimed the USS Maddox was attacked by Vietnamese vessels. Uh, it was never attacked. As a matter of fact, they put ghost ships on the radar to make it look like they were Vietnamese ships. Uh, the Maddox was never attacked. It was an actual, literal false flag to enable the U.S. to declare war on Vietnam. So Jim Morrison's dad was involved in the false flag of the Gulf of Tonkin. After talking to Kevin, I started looking into Laurel Canyon. I drove down Laurel Canyon to Hollywood almost daily when I was first moved out there. And I never knew that there was an old Air Force base called Lookout Mountain U.S. Air Force Base at the top of Laurel Canyon. And what's funny is, as you, you, if you do the history of it, uh, it's owned today by a guy named Jared Leto. 
Another tactic developed out of the MK Ultra project was the use of compromise and control via honeypots. The decision was made to do testing on unwitting victims. It was decided they should be on the fringes of society because they were most vulnerable. We did quite a study of prostitutes and their behavior. How do you take a woman who is willing to use her body to get money out of a guy to get him to talk about things which are much more important, like state secrets? We learned a lot about human nature in the bedroom. We started to pick up knowledge that could be used in operations. There would be victims in all of this. As one agency memo says, we have no answer to the moral question. That's one of the CIA's favorite tactics, are honeypots. And I work with CIA psychologists, and they're, they're dirty. I always felt that every house should have its own secret panel. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. You lift this up. Mm -hmm. This is the trap door. It opens up and looks into the cave, or what time is called uh, the woo grotto. Boy. <laughs> they're running blackmail operations, where they're getting uh, very well-known government and private in industry uh, elite people in compromising uh, positions at the Playboy Mansion on Epstein's plane on Orgy Island, and they're photographing them. And after that, it's like Congressman so-and-so or CEO so-and-so. Uh, I wouldn't bring that up if I was you because we got photographs of you with a 14-year-old girl on Ep Epstein's plane, for example. Uh, and you talk about shutting somebody up permanently. That's how they do it. What happens in the grotto stays in the grotto. Okay. Look. It's pretty simple if you think about it. To control the population, you have to control the people messaging the population. Some of these stars have 20, 30 million followers. That's more followers than CNN, Fox, ABC, NBC. These people have to be controlled. They can't just go off message and start saying whatever they want to say. They have to be somewhat reined in. They have to be controlled or they do not get the platform to have the voice that they have. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. they got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the ball. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hardworking people. White collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hardworking people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't care about you at all, at all, at all. You know? And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. If you stop for a second and you just look at the bigger picture and you check out for a minute and you kind of compare the ancient times to today, 
Well, back then they had like what demigods and gods. They were like Achilles, Hercules, Apollo, Mercury. All these were demigods. And that's who the people in those days looked up to. Well, today we have all these people like Jay-Z, Rihanna, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry. In film, we have Brad Pitt, Will Smith. We have all these big stars. And the way they prop them up and they put them up on stage is like they're gods or demigods. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. Most people don't want to cross the psychological line that this stuff is going on. And we all have a mental defense mechanism. Uh, it's like finally admitting there's an elite pedophile ring. I mean, most people just don't want to go there. And, and the same is here. You, psychologically, you lose your safety, your security, and whatever innocence you have when you realize that this stuff is really going on. And it's a, it's a chore to cross over that barrier and realize, oh, my gosh, this stuff is really happening. And that's why it takes critical thinking. The people have got to look at this stuff critically and see what they're being fed so they can cross that psychological line that they just refuse to, to see it when it's right in front of them. When Kevin said there's an elite pedophile ring, well, I'm thinking to myself, this is this is a hard thing for me to come to terms with. Now, it made me start thinking about conversations and things I'd heard, but I'd never saw it. It's not out in the open. And to me, I was like, uh, no one could do that. Because, I mean, if I saw someone hurting a kid, I would kill them. I would literally kill them. I would never allow someone to hurt a child in front of me. Things Kevin was saying were things that were hard for me to cross the barrier. I did not want to believe it. I didn't want to go there. But as I went down this journey, I forced myself to go consider what if this is real? And the only person that was talking about this stuff was a girl named Liz Crokin. And the media had declared her completely out of her mind. But as I started researching some of the things she was reporting on, I was like, there there's truth to what she's saying. So I want to talk to her. I started working in journalism at a very young age. I got my first job working for Fox Chicago at about the age of 17 years old at the University of Iowa. I studied political science and journalism. One semester, I interned for Bill O'Reilly at Fox News Channel. My last year in college, I interned for the State Department's White House reporter, and that placed me reporting in the White House every single day for a few months. I went on to work for the Chicago Tribune, and my first boss there told me that everything that I should get should be checked over and over and over again and verified to death. That's how I was trained, and that's what a true, honest journalist does. I started covering local politics and local hard news, and then eventually I got my own column for seven years. 
where I interviewed tons of celebrities and politicians and musicians and worked at Us Weekly. And then at one point I worked at In Touch Weekly magazine. But then in 2015, I felt the need to get back into covering hard news. And in early 2016, I started working for Town Hall. And then eventually I started working for the New York Observer and broke a lot of election-related stories. I worked in media for over two decades, and I never had any issues. I was very well-respected. I basically was embraced by the mainstream media until I started reporting on Pizzagate. Now, when Pizzagate came out, the media tried to turn Pizzagate into something that wasn't. Surprises of the presidential campaign was the explosion of fake news on the internet. 28-year-old Edgar Welch was arrested in Washington Sunday afternoon outside Comet Ping Pong, a popular family pizza parlor. D.C. police say Welch fired at least one round into the restaurant floor with an AR-15 rifle like this one on his Facebook page. No one was injured. Someone on Twitter whose name remains unverified but has several thousand followers posted that new emails found on Anthony Weiner's computer confirmed that Hillary Clinton was involved in a pedophilia ring. The rumor spread, inspiring some newfound internet sleuths to start digging around in John Podesta's hacked emails, searching for proof and location of the so-called sex ring. Okay. So, now, it just got deep. How wasn't this lady locked up years ago? How did she even try to run as president of the United States? Are you following me now? What do you mean? And how, why did people go out there and vote for this lady? Didn't this man just now, to, this the news people finally, and what he said, fake news. It's multiple, I mean, you can't see the screen, but it's multiple photos, emails, clearly showing you and telling you this is what's really going on. Nobody don't care. The society of today don't care. I told people about Pizzagate years ago. It, it even came on Law and Order, SVU. Same thing. Same thing. And you mean to tell me nobody did the research to see if this was true? I've been telling people about PCA. But you never know why they were doing it. Now I know why. The adrenochrome. A drug. Matter of fact, it's not even a drug. It's something that they turned into a drug. So now you're probably listening and wondering, like, what? All of this information? What? Think about it. I mean, I know today is Memorial Day. I know people don't want to really consider this. But listen to me. It's the truth. Now, what are you going to do with the information? Is the key. <sighs> Let me continue on. 
in those emails, they are absolutely littered with code words. And many of these code words are food words, such as pizza. Somebody said to me, hey, Dave, search for pizza in Podesta's emails. And once you go down that rabbit hole, you never really emerge the same person. It was obvious from the get-go that these words were code words for something else because the context that they were used in did not make sense. To be clear, not one single email in the Podesta emails discusses child sex trafficking or pedophilia. That is a fact. But there are dozens of what seem to be strangely worded emails dealing with pizza and handkerchiefs. Investigators say that those words in the emails about pizza and the talk of handkerchiefs is code language used by pedophiles. There is some kind of code language. They're just not talking about pizza, folks. Uh, who phrases that? Who blocks out an hour of time to eat a slice of pizza? You can get a service for a half an hour. You can get a massage for a half an hour, but you can't get food for a half an hour. It just absolutely makes no sense. There's other ones like, the realtor found a handkerchief. I think it has a map that seems pizza related. And uh, another one is Obama spent $65,000 flying in pizza and hot dogs from Chicago. Are we using the same channels? Pizza is a well-known pedophile code word that actually has been. There you go. Now, what did he just say about your sweet dear president that you love so much? $65,000? Ain't that much pizza in the world. So what do you think they really talking about? The man just clearly told you what the FBI said pizza mean. What those words mean. And you still want to vote for him? You still don't think he's under indictment? Because you seen him on the TV the other day in a green screen room? And you thought that was live? Didn't these people just tell you that the news... It's owned by these same people. So what are you talking about? What is everybody talking about? Why isn't nobody believing none of this stuff? Let me continue on. Used by law enforcement to arrest online sexual predators of children. And there's been multiple arrests that have been made by law enforcement of pedophiles trying to solicit children by using the pedophile code word pizza. 2007, unclassified FBI document. That document, according to the FBI, contains commonly used symbols by pedophiles to express their preference in children. Notice this one on the end, the triangle. That image signifies something called boy love. The pizza place next door to Comet Ping Pong Pizza, that's the pizza. Well, this was their logo until only a few weeks ago. People don't know that because the mainstream media refuses to cover it. The entire mainstream media redefined what Pizzagate was to make it sound ridiculous and less believable. And then they had people like Megyn Kelly come in, interview James Elephantis, didn't ask him any challenging questions. A conspiracy theory that even the DC police say has no basis in fact. She didn't ask him any questions about the pictures of children on his Instagram page looking abused, being sexualized. She didn't ask him about the pedophile talk. So the whole mainstream media painted him as this 
poor victim as this person that was innocent, that was just victimized as something that wasn't true. But just his Instagram page alone should have been enough for authorities to look into him. Investigators have already proven there's nothing to the story, right? Well, actually, no. And that's what you need to know. For all that is here, there has not been one single public investigation of any of this, not from local police, not from the FBI, no one. And that has to be the big question, not for Podesta or for pizza parlor owners, but for law enforcement, based on what may be or may not be here. The big question is, why hasn't any investigation taken place? This is insane. So many people in the mainstream media have said, Pizzagate is conspiracy theory. Pizzagate has been debunked. It has not been debunked. If it's been debunked, explain the coverts. No one to this day, including John Podesta himself, can explain the code words in his emails. Hey, John Podesta, can you please explain why you have children rented for entertainment for your adult hot tub parties? No one has ever explained why John Podesta has literal pedophile cannibalism paintings all over his office and his home. Tony Podesta, too. And then you look into the spirit cooking dinners. You look at Marina Abramovic, who's the one that was conducting the spirit cooking dinners. Why are they going to spirit cooking dinners? Why are they sacrificing chickens to Moloch in their backyard? This isn't my words. This is their words. This is in their emails. I'd be willing to debate anyone who thinks that Pizzagate has been debunked. You asked me when... Yeah. Uh, when did, uh, how it, am I getting additional briefings? That that was the first and last time I talked. So October 9th is the last time you've heard from the FBI at all. Yes. You have not got an update on the My, investigation of your personal email. That, that is correct. So not only did the mainstream media lie to you about Pizzagate, they actually told you that it was illegal to read John Podesta's emails on WikiLeaks. Chris Cuomo, with straight face, on CNN, looked into the cameras and said, it's illegal for you to read John Podesta's emails. Also interesting is remember, it's illegal to possess uh, these stolen documents. It's different for the media. So everything you learn about this, you're learning from us. That's from how scared us, they are us, of those emails. Us. And that's how explosive the content in those emails are, that they felt the need that they had to tell you, you could not read those emails. And if you do, you might get arrested. Why? It's different for the media. So everything you learn about this, you're learning from us. Okay. Here we go. Now, if the documents were leaked by a source... You per happens to run across these documents on the internet, just browsing. Public knowledge now. You read the emails. Now all of a sudden it's illegal. Um, how is it illegal? What are you talking about? It was leaked. That's not illegal. You mean the information contained in the email is illegal? I'm so confused as to what these people be talking about. 
for real. I'm still trying to figure out why haven't these people been locked up years ago? That's what I'm telling you. Now, all of a sudden, everything shut down and these people under indictment. I'm telling you, it's big. This ain't no little kitty thing going on here. So you just keep twerking to your favorite rapper. Keep watching your favorite movies. Keep telling me I'm crazy. But you're listening to the information, though. So how crazy am I? You clearly have this lady telling you about this information. She worked at Fox News. She had to get up on out of there. When she started asking questions, she was gone. Think about what I'm telling you now. Pizzagate is real. These indictments is real. So you telling me it's okay for these people to be walking around the streets? You telling me it's it's okay for for any of these people to say, "Oh, well, yeah, I did that, but I'm not going to jail." It's okay for you to keep screaming Obama, Obama, Obama. What? Didn't you just hear these people just just now told you Obama sixty five thousand dollars in bringing in pizza? Pizza don't cost that much. For sixty five thousand, you can buy a whole pizza shop. What are you talking about? That tells you that's trafficking of humans. Sixty five thousand dollars. Okay, so. You had $65,000 to traffic humans. Where did you get that money from? No wonder the economy is really all in shambles. They taking the money that we worked hard for to go splurge and rape and torture and murder little kids. All of them. I'm telling you, your favorite people. Even little Miss Mary at the church trying to tell you now I'm going to take a break it's a little bit left I'll be back alright I'm back so we're going to finish it off I think it's like 16 minutes left so I'm going to go ahead and let it all play out and then we have talk some more people that blow the whistle on elite pedophiles tend to have accidents and a lot of those people have died mysteriously nbc news has learned that disgraced financier jeffrey epstein is dead epstein took his own life while he was behind bars uh, there's absolutely no excuse for this what happened here to me is mind-boggling the guy was a high-risk prisoner, wasn't he? I mean, he's a guy that there are probably 50 very important people that have a motive to kill him. We don't even know who they are. It's true. But we know there are some people that are in a lot of trouble because of Epstein. They know who they are. His flight logs contain names of some of the biggest, most famous, and most powerful people on the planet. Members of the royal family, Prince Andrew, models like Naomi Campbell, Famous actors like Kevin Spacey, Bill Clinton on those flight logs over 25 times. 
Hillary Clinton, she's also been to the islands. So the bigger question is how many people that went on his private jet, that went to his private island, that went to his massive ranch in New Mexico were also involved in the rape, torture, and trafficking of children. It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was, you know, um, uh, legal aspect that would go after him. They were afraid of him. For whatever reason, they were afraid of him. And the amazing thing about Cindy McCain is that her husband was a senator. She was on a board with the governor of Texas. She knew about Jeffrey Epstein. She did nothing. And her organization, the role of her organization is supposed to be to stop people like Jeffrey Epstein. They all knew. They did nothing about it. When Ricky Gervais said at the Golden Globes, you're all friends with Jeffrey Epstein, he wasn't lying. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself, just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. You like to make your own way here and your own plane, didn't you? Right. But How many of those elites have been to his island? Not only is the mainstream media complicit, I would argue that there are accessories in the crimes against children. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail, and now it's all coming out, and it's like these new revelations, and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day, I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my god, we it was um, what, what we had was unreal. Brad Edwards, the attorney, three years ago, saying like, um, like we there will come a day where we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And I had it all three years ago. Then what happened in early 2018, Keith Rainier, who ran the Nexium child sex trafficking cult, was arrested. Who else was arrested? Allison Mack. She's a famous celebrity who was on Smallville. She was also arrested for being a member of this cult that was involved in trafficking children. And not only trafficking children, they were running preschools down in Mexico. And Nexium is another example of how these elite pedophile rings exist because this was a massive organization. This was funded by really wealthy people, including the Seagram heiresses, Nancy Salzman and Claire Bronfman. So obviously they were using those preschools to traffic children. And the cult also engaged in human torture experiments on some of their members. And there actually was a civil lawsuit that was filed by 90 of their victims just the other day. So I imagine we are gonna hear more about the human experiments, the torturing, the sexual abuse, and the child sex trafficking in this civil lawsuit. And a lot of the techniques that we see in this cult are very similar to the techniques that our government used in the MK Ultra program. These are branding women with case initials, and they were like, "Well, what's what's the bad thing exactly about that?" 
everyone in the outside world, aka the real world, is like, they're branding women. So I left. I went to the executive board and I said, I want my photos back. I want my videos back. The branding session was filmed. I want all of that back. I want my collateral back. None of that happened. And it's, it's the same fear, mind control, and you'll be destroyed if you cross, get into the upper elites. And if you get to that point, if you start revealing anything, they have the same system to completely destroy you, destroy your career, blackmail you like Epstein, keep you, uh, catch you, film you in compromising positions. Uh, and, and this goes both uh, within Hollywood and celebrities and some of the elite. And it also goes on in Congress and the Senate. And if they even insinuate that they're going to reveal some of these things, they're done. A lot of people here tonight feel like they lost. You know why? Because y'all been lied to. The powerful people that be, whether it's the music industry or the movie industry, you are only allowed a certain level of success if you are willing to join their club. If you're willing to be part of their secret society or if you're compromised, they will not let someone obtain a lot of fame in, and power if they can't control you. A classic example, at least for me, is Katy Perry. Katy Perry was, was a gospel singer, very talented, uh, but she was going nowhere. And she got up to Hollywood and, and basically they said, you want to be a success? You play by our rules. You step into the occult and you start putting that in your videos. And now she's doing videos with her in hell with satanic themes and she's what? Highly successful. You see that over with Lady Gaga, who came out and actually said she was so tired of being handled and manipulated, she had to take a break. That this is this young, outrageous girl wearing strange clothes. She's into extremes. She's experimental. She had 43 million people on the Twitter following her, whatever she do, little monsters. And she came really very humble to my house and asked me if I can teach her. We made this workshop in the woods and she was such a good student. She never cheated. She really went much farther than I asked her for. She is a limitless human being. As myself, a self-proclaimed pop performance artist, want to go home and slit my wrists and, and I, you know, I am nothing. I've achieved no sense of art. Uh, she is, she is so boundless. The choice of the, the performance is Lady Gaga, who the end supports the synthesis of the Moira. So it's a precious Marina Abramovic, of course, is in the Podesta emails, and she's the one that conducts the spirit cooking dinners. She said that Marina did an exercise with her where she stripped her completely naked and left her in the middle of the woods to fend for herself and find her way back. Those are the kinds of things that people who are behind the MKUltra programs do to children that they're mind controlling. We know Marina Abramovic is a Satanist. You Google Marina Abramovic's name in spirit cooking and you will find hundreds of pictures of Marina Abramovic's events where they will have, for example, a cake that looks like a human being and they'll depict 
human cannibalism and they claim they're not engaging in cannibalism and you will find A-list actors and famous politicians and other very famous and successful, powerful business people at her events. They literally have food that look like human beings on dinner tables. He's Italian and Greek. I mean, you know, <laughs> and a very good cook and a very good cook. And I'm sure there's something very nefarious about that risotto recipe. So... After I started researching that cult, I learned that Satanists believe that they have to reveal who they are in some way, shape, or form. So that is why we see a lot of these occult members in Hollywood constantly flaunting symbolism. We see the pyramid, the Illuminati pyramid a lot. We see the evil one eye constantly. It's always on the cover of magazines. We see these are supposed to be the 666 devil symbols. We constantly see those symbols. We also see pedophile symbols, the swirl or the triangle within a triangle. I guarantee you this one is first. And we also see a lot of these members of the cult go on their social media and they talk about raping children. They talk about worshiping Satan and people write it off as a joke, but they're not joking. I don't care if you're a major comedian. You can't tell me that's funny because there is no joke about raping children that's funny. You don't know what that is. I have no idea. You don't know. Jimmy Fallon doesn't know. David Letterman doesn't know. We don't know. All the comics and show business don't know what this is. <laughs> Takes guts to put out a film that does this because no one's done it up until now but when that's done and people see these facts and they say my gosh i didn't know that i didn't know that about the gulf of tonkin i didn't know that about the vietnam vietnam war um my gosh and they go and they check it out and it's all true and now they're seeing the dots and, and uh, a, a good film will teach them how to practice critical thinking to analyze what you're watching. If we can get people to analyze what they're watching, we've crossed a huge hurdle because once they start analyzing it, they're going to see the dots and, and typically the dots will connect themselves. Liz Crokin put herself so far out in front that she was mocked. She was laughed at. She was called crazy. Well, let me ask you a question for all those people that did that to Liz. Does she seem so crazy now? When you put all of those facts together and you use critical thinking, you realize this stuff is real. There's not one smoking gun. There's many small smoking guns that you have to piece together and you have to use critical thinking to understand this stuff is real. So again, the bigger question is, now that Jeffrey Epstein's been exposed and he's allegedly dead, how many of his friends that were frequent visitors on his sex trafficking island were also involved in the rape, torture, and trafficking of children? And that's what Pizzagate is. I guess what I'm asking you all to do is just disconnect for a second, stand back, look at the lyrics of your songs, look at the agendas of the movies, look at the messages of the media that you're absorbing. Because 
it's impossible to say that all of it's bad. Like all of Hollywood's bad. That's not true. Like it's like saying all of the CIA is bad. There's a lot of good people that work in both industries that, that, that aren't bad people. But if the people that control the narratives and the agendas are not good people and they have different agendas, they can put that on you and you won't even notice it unless you stand back and look at things objectively. Okay, y'all. <clears throat> that was it. So now, I don't know what else to say to you. You just heard the truth. You're going to take it in how you want to take it in. Or you can do some research, get this stuff together, get you a little protest going on, and go out there and get and demand answers. You can protest to open up the economy. You need to go out there and protest to figure out what is really going on here. Because they shut it down for a reason. Now, they just told you, major politicians, courts, Department of Social Services, law enforcement, schools, churches, local and county businesses, major businesses, Disney World is the major key. Universal. Think about what I'm telling you how big this is. It will never be the same again. I don't care if they opened up the economy tomorrow full blast. It will never be the same again. Because once the news really come out that all of this stuff is going on and has been going on, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're not going to have nothing to watch because the, your, your favorite actors and movie cast members, you, you're questioning. Like, wow, wow, was they a part of this? You think what I'm saying? So now you can't listen to music anymore because now you're thinking like, wow, were they a part? I, I mean, all types of music. If it's on the radio, they're a part of it. Trust me, you're not getting no type of music played on the radio if you're not joining these people you had certain people that made it to the radio worked hard did it on their own made it to the radio got plays now you don't hear from them no more because they're not trying to do all that my thing is I know everybody got families and stuff but um, if you knew all of this stuff was going on why didn't nobody tell or say something? So you really think this Epstein guy killed himself? You really think he didn't before he killed himself? You really don't think he snitched? Now, what happened to the other guy, Weinstein? They say he talk, talking like a mouse, chit-chatting it up, like a little birdie, telling everything. Yeah. Trust me when I tell you. These people got something going on, man. This economy is shut down for a reason. You can say what y'all want about whomever. You can say I'm crazy. Might as well say all the rest of these people crazy. Mind you now, you're talking about half of these people that were talking FBI. 
CIA, NSA. These are real people who worked, had to leave because there's so many crooked people. How can you win? How can you win? But no, that's up to y'all if y'all want to believe or not. Here's my thing, though. Do your research. Do your own research into this stuff. And, and, and don't come and start feeling bad for nobody. I tell you, I tried to tell people they said I was crazy, schizo. Once again, how crazy am I? You're listening to it for yourself. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm a if you want to watch it because it is on YouTube and it's called Out of Shadows. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna post the title of it. So if you want to go back and watch it, you can. Um, very, very good. It's very good. The question then becomes what happened to these people that was telling all of this? Keep that in mind. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Future Paralegals of America News channel. And everybody, enjoy the rest of your day.